Sairam dear listeners and welcome to Trust with Divinity. Under the spotlight today is Professor M Nanjundeya who is in conversation with Radio Sai's Karuna Munshi. Today we bring you the conclusion of this six part interview. Sairam very interesting so all this must uh, these close encounters continuous interaction with swami the ability to translate his discourses this must have led to a lot of practical learning oh yes oh yes practical learning very much see many a time our literal knowing that is the meaning of the literal literal meaning of what he says mm-hmm. we think that we have understood and we are following which is not true i learned a number of times he will be talking about things which have special reference to me and relevance to me but they are applicable to all people so quite a few things like that Just for example what yes for example swami would say people think that Sai Baba would be happy if people give their time or their attention as if I want their time and their attention. They do part-time service and expect full-time salary. They must give their heart fully to me. Then they can expect that kind of attention from me for example people go on drawing upon my kindness they ask swami i want this i want this i grant when i grant sometimes it amounts to exhausting the merits of their activity suddenly there may not be response from me i am always perfect i will never lapse or never falter anywhere and people should know that swami doesn't want anything and many a time if they are clever people they think that swami is putting these things very cleverly i speak only truth i never speak anything which is untrue but i may focus sometimes on certain points and sometimes to certain other points why should there be this kind of contradictions in swami for example swami speaks to people who have who do not have such good reputation and swami said well i do it because i have come for them for example throughout swami's life we saw him give a lot of attention to indian politicians yes and we have never seen anything good come out of them yes but then swami says that they if they, if i change them so much of change so much of good can be done to the society so my efforts are when they come with love when they are in a mood to receive if they don't receive i don't regret my job is to give my job is to show them the way whether they follow if they follow they benefit if they don't follow there is no harm but certainly there will be an improvement 
or that point of time they may not realize it starts working in them like a subtle transformation quietly yes, happening subtle transformation inside. will be taking place mm. and they develop gratitude to me and that gratitude turns into devotion so i do it and another thing is one of the reasons as to why i have come down is to be a refuge for people who do not have anyone to support them people who are help, helplessly caught up in the cycle of birth and death for example buddhi karma anusarini our intelligence works always according to the deeds which you have done if in the previous birth we have done evil deeds in this birth the mind goes towards the evil deeds only because of that habit which has become a samskara which has become character and destiny now such people find helpless whom to turn to who will help them because they have this compulsion this tendency towards negative it towards negative they, they and sometimes they realize hmm. the family suffers on account of such things they also suffer so suddenly they realize but they want to change they cannot give up they have become victims they have become uh, kind of uh, addicts addicted to things so once they come and say నీవాడని ఒక పరియన ఏవాడ ఏవాడైన నేమి ఏలుదువానిన్ హూ ఎవర్ హీ బీ ఇఫ్ హీ వాట్ టు కమ్ అండ్ ఫాల్ అట్ మై ఫీట్ అండ్ సే స్వామి ఐఎమ్ యువర్స్ ఐ హ్యావ్ సరెండర్డ్ మై సెల్ఫ్ ప్లీజ్ సేవ్ మీ ఐ డోంట్ లుక్ ఇన్ టు హీస్ ఎలిజిబిలిటీ ఐ డోంట్ లుక్ ఇన్ టు హీస్ క్వాలిఫికేషన్స్ ఐ డోంట్ లుక్ ఇన్ టు హీస్ బ్యాంక్ బ్యాలెన్స్ ఐ జస్ట్ accept him on the basis of his surrendering to me okay. and it is one of my avataric duties hmm. among avataric duties to save any person who is caught up in the vicious circle of evil evil thinking evil doing and evil samskaras evil character evil destiny again that prompts him to do evil things so he has said that and he has said prayer is a very powerful thing how many times i have translated for that for example ye true devotion is to maintain equanimity which comes once he transcends the stage of duality but one need not be afraid of he is not having equanimity he should start doing you need not say i don't have that equanimity so uh, if i may interrupt here earlier you said that swami said uh, when we do a little bit of seva we accumulate some good karma then we ask him we force him you know do something for me and we exhaust that bank balance after that he may or may not respond because we have run out of the balance yes and then he yes. also said that uh, regardless of whether we have a balance or not yes. if we re- seek refuge in his lotus feet yes. he's not going to check our bank balance or eligibility yes. he will rescue us yes. so these are two slightly divergent yes. narratives no, the thing is it depends upon the prayer it depends upon suppose you don't have any balance yes. for the first time you are coming somehow it occurs to you that he will rescue you mm-hmm. you surrender to him So surrender is the key. Yes, surrender is the key. 
Intensity is a very important thing. Surrender is the key. Manasyekam, vachasyekam, karmanyekam. These are the three important things. What I mean is... With mind, yes, body and... Yes, your thought, word and deed must surrender. be the same. Thought, word and deed must be the same. Genuinely, you should surrender. It should not be pretense. It should not be business. It should not be half-hearted. Okay, then you also spoke of... Swami said we should have equanimity. Yes. Now, sometimes in life, you deal with very irksome people. Um, either they don't share your vision or your thought process or they're at a very different vibrational level. Yes, yes. And they only seem to bring difficulties or irritations into your life. Yes. How do you remain equanimous yeah. yes. in the presence of such people? See, here equanimity is not forcing ourselves to be kind to a person who is not good. That's good enough. If you can control your mind and accept the evil of the other person, go a little out of the way and help him. That's good as far as you can. But real equanimity is transcending the pull of this Dvaita. It is a, a very high level kind of devotion. That is almost you are a granny. Your stability, mental stability is not temporary. You have realized the soul. And nothing can, your, your vision is pure. Your vision is perfect. But then you, you can't, then if you are in such a state at that level and you see atrocities or adharma happening around you, if you don't react to it, again, you're not following the law, isn't it? Uh, it is correct. You have to, for example, Bhishma in the court, when such injustice was done to Pandavas, when he kept quiet, that was a sin. But then, he is not that, he, has, he doesn't have equanimity in the sense that Swami uses the word. Equanimity is Samatvam. Samatvam comes only when you can see one God all around. You don't see the bodies. You, it is, it is a vast sheet of divinity. You see only divine. It is an experience more than thing. So, once you reach a stage wherein this Dvaita to Advaita, Advaita means seeing the same Atma in all people, seeing Swami in all people. These are all very, very difficult things for a beginner. That's why Swami doesn't speak about these things very elaborately. But suggestively he tells and he goes by. People, uh, yes. I'm just curious to know, in the Mahabharata, what should Bhishma have done? Bhishma should have protested. But then he was not practicing equanimity. Yeah, no, no, that is that is the reason why he should have protested. If he he was keeping quiet, protesting would have been equal would have been equivalent to equanimity? no, 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 no. Protesting is appropriate to a person who has not reached stage of equanimity. Oh, I see. Equanimity is a stage beyond that. So, what does a, a person of equanimity see? He sees that you know, let uh, let the um, wrongdoer do what he's doing because his karma will catch up with him. But what if you're a victim of their wrongdoing? Uh, no, the thing is, when we are in dvaita, mm -hmm. we have to observe certain rules. We have to discharge our duties. It's indifference is not detachment. 
well said yes hmm. you see if you say well, let anything happen why does it matter it is not happening to me it is not detachment it is realizing oneness and in that atmic spirit it is not it is a mind functioning so it is a very difficult stage as such i i am not able to just say uh, what i say is at least this much that as a person now even at the cost of being mistaken or even at the cost of being held responsible being put to difficulties and troubles i must discharge my duties this is dwaita we are all of us or we are it is only a grani like shuka who has reached that stage so if you uh, are at a state of advaita then what would you do in face of all these things advaita you don't see it see something like a drama it is not real happening mm-hmm. it is something like a dream you see you you your dream is not real once you are awakened you realize you laugh at that particular thing mm-hmm. now similarly from the worldly stage a stage of awakening wherein you have realized that becomes awakening that is this is a dream this is a day dream when will the day dream stop when will the night dream stop night dream stops once you are awakened from the sleep day dream stops once you are awakened into realizing the reality and once you do that then you can do it but still in the with the same your dream is continuing and you cannot imagine yourself to be out of dream out of sleep that is where swami is the most important function of swami is guru sadguru prabodha manasa bajare guru charanam he said Every day, thrice we say, "O Narayana, Narayana, Om Satya Narayana, Narayana, Jai Sat Guru Deva, Guru Charanam Buddha." That is even in Suprabhatam we say, "Mangalam Guru Devaaya, Mangalam Gnana Daini." Because the greatest thing which Swami can do is to save us from the ignorance, to remove the darkness. Death is sweeter than Swami says the darkness of ignorance. Ignorance is so powerful. it's catching us but it is possible the whole journey the whole drama worldly drama is carried on because of the sleep this dream this it continues i don't know how so very interesting a uh, lot of uh, food for thought there yes yes, yes. <laughs> so swami would say in his discourses most of the time he is interested in acting practicing rather than listening appreciating things like that i have seen swami's discourses were he goes into the drawing room students and others surround him one person is overwhelmed by the subtleties of the philosophy and spirituality which he has brought about in his discourse he is a competent person he praises swami but swami says simple practice <laughs> you must practice because he is not practicing hmm. it's one thing to appreciate it at an intellectual level i yes, guess yes. another to actually yes. internalize yes, it yes. that's the hard part yes. 
see not understanding even intellectually is much inferior to understanding intellectually i understand but understanding intellectually is not the end of the journey from there it must become a deep conviction the conviction must be so deep that even if any person pushes you into the fire you will come back and say i am going to die how can i put my hand into the fire so spontaneous implementing swami's commands swami saying swami's teachings he is the ultimate proof of you are having understood it but swami doesn't expect overnight that swami has infinite patience infinite patience and all that is required is from the heart if you feel and say anything however wrong however unacceptable however you know defective he has patience he may not agree with you for all your lies for all your wrong path but then he has patience he knows how to lift you to a next higher stage but there were times when we observed that people who were close to him and moving very in his physical proximity swami would at least feign that he was upset with them yes i'll tell you one thing with swami this human aspect and the divine aspect yes how do you are two very very uh, powerful things which can confuse us which can confound and which can sometimes even make us fall for example there were some students of mine swami would not encourage people to grow long hair etc there was one student of mine who was very close to swami swami would not ask him to cut his hair he allowed that this is a small example i am telling so suppose i am a corrupt fellow i am carrying on my corruption but i come to swami saru swami i am i love swami and all that for swami that is sufficient your love is sufficient you carry on your corruption how can you say that the person is living a life of adharma no 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 not other swami will save you but he has patience what if you don't change you want both you want to have the ability to sit in the veranda but this cannot continue there is a time given some adjustment time is given at the appropriate level he lifts you up or but you fall off the bandwagon afterwards he will not talk to you that's all he will say it is waste my investment is not getting rewards swami is one of the best investors he is one of the wonderful marketing man his salesmanship and his this kind of thing so he would not waste the thing that is where it is one to one with swami one to one with swami you cannot understand all the aspects of swami yes and especially the one that you mentioned uh, one um, size didn't fit all for example somebody could get away with long hair although swami was very particular yeah. that gentlemen should have well trimmed hair yes. but somebody else could have the license to grow ponytail also yes he, that that that's where see so we human nature is to compare we always say that that fellow is doing like mm. this fellow is doing mm. like that see one ias officer's daughter cut her hair swami gave, gave uh, went for darshan he saw swami became very angry with him he said has your daughter become a widow 
Why should she cut the hair? But so many people with so many will be speaking so profusely, so lovingly, and he gives so much of attention to ladies with short hair also. <laughs> so short hair also. So what I am mm. telling is, is one to one you have to mm. take, Swamis. And if you don't understand, the only way to understand it is by your own straining, by your own putting it into your mind and your intellect and doing it. But not accepting anyone, accepting Swami. The correct meaning, correct state, he will understand. Now, I don't understand, but I think that I am wrong. I am feeling desperate. Have patience. Have faith in Swami. Swami will save you. However wicked you are, you are not beyond Swami's capacity to save. But what should you have? Patience. Cling on. Cling on, cling on. One of the greatest things which one should remember is to cling on to the lotus feet at any cost. The real devotion is that. That kind of unwavering thing. You are not a fair weather friend. Your commitment is not that kind of thing. As long, oh, Swami has given me Amrutam. Swami has done, done this, done that. When things are going on. When Swami lifts you and puts you into a higher class, Wherein different tests come and you are not able to read. What is Swami is not looking after? One IAS person was telling me. When I was the chief secretary, when I came, Swami would spend so much of time with us. But now I joined here. I am serving for the past two years. Swami even doesn't look at me sometime. See, at what stage, what is good, Swami knows. At what stage you are, what is good for you. So, one should never be in a hurry to draw conclusions. This is the context in which Swami told me, Nannu artham cheskonedaniki prayatnam cheyavadu. Don't try to understand me. Enjoy experience. Enjoy and experience can come only when you have faith. Unwavering faith. You can have unwavering faith only you have if you have patience. And faith builds itself. Faith gives you experience, sustains you. Otherwise, it is very difficult. Many a time, we are in a hurry. But you talk of faith being so critical to spiritual progress. Yes. Now, that also has to come from God because uh, what comes first? It's like the chicken or the egg. Do you make the effort to develop faith or does God have to bestow you with it? Uh, no, it is... A very not such a simple straight answer cannot be given. Mm. For example, yes, X has done so many mistakes. Consequently, he is suffering. His suffering wants some relief. He comes to Swami for relief, and he gets relief. He develops that kind of thing that Swami is really God. Otherwise, how would he? then that gratitude becomes faith. But there are some people and there are th- millions to come who would never have had direct contact with Swami to have developed, okay, I came with the problem, Swami solved it, He cured the cancer, He you know, gave me a child I didn't have or whatever and that's how He's God and I developed the faith or my business started to progress because Swami gave me some guidance. Now, apart from that, there are people who come to Him as seekers and yes. they are looking for faith. Yes. What's a good starting point in your opinion? See, that seeker has reached a particular stage Others, you would never be a seeker. Seeker, uh, if he is seeking wealth, 
if seeking relief he is arthi artharthi jignas jignas we are telling a seeker is one who knows already who has got some basic things with him and therefore he has that faith he might not have faith in yaks he might not have faith in swami he has faith in himself his own intellectual power his own understanding and one of that conforms then there will be so much for example i came to swami more as a seeker i of bhagavad gita and swami's discourses ramakrishna varmasas gospel of ramakrishna conformity with these things all these things have helped me hmm. but then so this is how it goes sir in the aftermath of the mahasamadhi lot of devotees really miss swami's physical form because we had an attachment to the form we have interacted with him in the body he was so beautiful to behold how could how can we not miss it actually some people ask and uh, they have they're experiencing a void within them now to fulfill this void we notice a lot of people continue to come to prashanti nilayam but they also are visiting a lot of other spiritual spots and holy men and women to sort of um, find uh, some sort of relief to their pain because you know the, when you touch the feet of a holy person you feel okay i've touched swami's feet or you interact with the holy person what would you say to these people who are now attending all these various spiritual camps and uh, uh, meditation programs at various locations at other spiritual religious places my immediate first reaction is that the depth of their, their faith in swami was very much less and they go on shifting one person digs the well 6 feet no water eh no water here goes to another another 6 feet but there is a third person who seeks, digs 12 feet in the same place he gets it that's why faith is not the thing which can which is an article of bargaining and business faith is giving that's all and trusting i guess to complete trust faith and trust patience these are very very intimately connected patience sustain faith if you don't have patience what type of faith is it if well nothing happened to me i have prayed to swami i kept Ra- swami gives uh, in the discourses rama's photo was kept krishna's photo was kept no response and ultimately the agarbatti the Uh, it was going towards the uh, altar uh, altar <laughs> where devi was there and this this kind of swami tells all these things it's all figment of the mind it is exactly mind is absolute mahishasura <laughs> and it's it case it can simply do havoc mm-hmm. that is where faith comes to your rescue once you have faith in swami and once you say that whatever happens happens for my good this has come from swami my faith is only in one word that is i always nothing is beyond me everything is under my control everything happens by my will and nothing will i do which is not good for you whatever happens to you happens for your good have patience bear with me and you will realize that it will be for your good patience is required now if you say no i cannot wait here i'll go to some other guru you may you may get some relief also i don't talk adversely against them 
not my business but i will certainly say they are unfortunate ones and they are missing a, a golden opportunity of getting some light the ones who are hopping gurus all the yes, time yes okay sir uh, by the way do you miss the form i miss but i feel his presence so much in it is an experience is not a thing that vibhuti has come or kumkum has come or swami has appeared in my room room not that kind of thing at every stage every minute i get guidance mm-hmm. what kind of internally prompting intuition internally prompting internally prompting do you dream of him huh? did you dream of him after mahasamadhi uh, yes number of dreams but then nothing so startling etc that kind of thing but when i go to i mean i open a book i get him you mean to say that i would have spoken here but for his grace believe me that is absolutely 100% his grace which has made me do my serious work serious thinking about all these things so that is how he takes care i have been given some work i have not been included in any trust as a very important person and that is not required for me he knows what he has to give me mm-hmm. and number of times all these things melt away i cry like a child when i see in sai kulwanthal certain functions certain bhajans are sung certain devotees coming and taking photograph along with mm. mahasamadhi mm. and some primary students etc showing to the chair what they have done the and cards so beautiful yeah. huh? Herb, see he is there but we don't see him i am having my cataract swami told me the iron filing feels that this magnet doesn't have power at all dust and rust is there remove the dust and rust have the patience until then prayer is your birthright pray you don't pray you don't look to certain things which are available to you but you say that this is not available that is not available. this is all not correct mm-hmm. sir are you a contented man yes i am contented man i get a number of problems very mundane how do you uh, how do you process them in light of your contentment do they disturb you no i just say swami is there swami will take care of me i go on acting and it swami helps me swami is helpful like that regarding the illness of some members of my family or regarding the marriage or regarding such things and so i know that swami in a convincing way not to rationalize helplessness Many a time our mind plays tricks, yes, yes, and it uh, uh, gives a reason, and we based upon that reason we accept. Later on, it takes away that reason itself; it reveals another thing. So I should not depend upon that. In a convincing way, Swami tells He has been taking care of me. Fantastic way has taken care of. Me. Have you ever wondered um, if you had not, when you were teaching at a prestigious premier college in Bangalore, and you sought to give all that up and come and live in Whitefield, you were seeking even a part-time position. Have you ever wondered if you hadn't made that call, where your life would have been? My life would have never been anywhere comparable to the one that I have because. now the greatest thing that i have the greatest thing that swami has given me is that i am basically divine i do not know at this point all that 
I am still under the spell of this dvaita and maya. But it may take time. But I definitely know that now when the problems become crisis, I realize that is all a passing show. It is not a kind of rationalized. The difference, it looks the same as a person who is rationalizing it. But with me, I enjoy peace at heart. There is restlessness for the other person. You don't have moments of anxiety? No, no, no. Whatever happens, I say, Swami, you have done it. First thing. Second thing is, you have done it for my good. I know whether I know, I don't know. I accept it, Swami. And things prove the right. My faith like that has proved right. So, if Bhagwan was physically here at this moment, yes. what would you say to him? I enjoy. There is nothing excepting joy. Nothing to ask. Nothing, no explanation. I never ask why have you gone. I never ask you are 96 years but you have gone. I never said that you have given up all of us and you have gone. Never. I enjoy. He is with me. What about this whole industry? There's a whole um, big school of thought that keeps talking about Bhagwan's return in the same body. What do you think of, what do you make of all that? Yes, no, I have my own thing. I say, this is my answer. Nothing is impossible for Swami. And He's always perfect. If He wants to come, He will come. And if He's in His understanding, if that is necessary, he will do it. Otherwise, he will not do it. If he does it, I feel delighted. If he doesn't do it, I don't feel disappointed. Because my faith in Swami is total. Whatever he does, he, is, he when he says, I am perfect, 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 yes, he is always perfect. When he says, I am love, love is my form and all that, this is not simply some kind of exciting, emotional kind of thing. He is love. And love has infinite patience. And always does good. Never expects anything from you. Not even thanks. Not even recognition. I know I have enjoyed that kind of thing from Swami. How can I say no? So this has been extremely inspiring, enlightening, listening to you, sir. So if I I know this is asking for, this is a tough call, but if you just had to have one or two maybe brief messages, your final thoughts for the listeners of Radio Sai, what would they be? My kind of suggestions are what I would like to mention that way is have faith in Swami. He will never, never give you up. You will never, never be poorer by that. You will be most fortunate if you have that faith in Swami. Don't be in a haste. Hurry never works with Swami. Have complete patience with Swami. Patience and faith if you have. And love. Love is a very big word. And true love for Swami. Not expecting anything. Whatever He gives is good. Whatever He doesn't do is good. This is all that I say and I thank of course Bhagavan who has really made this possible and my prayer to Bhagavan was Swami let the listeners have 
greater faith in you and let it give them some kind of enlightenment show light in their journey towards your lotus feet it should be should not be boring should not be hurting it should not be kind of straining them but still they should have some kind of light also swami this was my prayer so i pray to swami and i thank swami i thank you you have been so nice in putting making me come out and i must thank you karuna uh you are more like a daughter saira pleasure sir having Sahira. you and thank you for the precious life lessons and very soul edifying messages that you have given us i have learned so much by just sitting across from you i'm sure our listeners are going to find a lot of answers lot of guidance lot of light from what you have told us these are reminders we need from time to time and when they come from a person who speaks from a place of conviction they carry a lot of weight so i thank you profusely for sparing us your thank time you. thank you sairam sairam sir sairam dear listeners you just heard the conclusion of the six part trist with divinity interview with professor m nanjundaya who was in conversation with radio science karuna manchi we look forward to your feedback to this conversation by email as always you may email us to listener@radiosci.org thank you and sairam